0: Okay, guys, welcome to episode one of the Mediocre Hobbies uh, podcast. Um, Of course, it is me, Mr. Mediocre Hobbies, or Andy, as I'm more commonly known. And I'm here with the lovely, the beautiful, the talented Mr. Tom Landy. Hello, Mr. Tom. Afternoon. How are you getting on, sir?
1: Not bad, not bad. Excited to get going.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And I suppose the, the beginnings of it should be the where did this come from all of a sudden... And um, so, me personally, I hadn't planned on jumping on the um, the podcast bandwagon. And um, I'm obviously juggling a lot of plates at the moment with, you know, videos and Twitch and all those other bits and pieces that I have to do. So, uh, Mr. Tom Landy came um, and came knocking with a plan, uh, a dream, and asked if we would like to do a podcast together. I would only be the voice. So, Mr. Thomas Landy will steal me for half an hour, 40 minutes every week. We will produce a podcast and then 99.9% of the work will be done by Mr. Tom Landy.
1: I think, I think that's like, you look at anyone in any kind of spotlight, like you look at Brad Pitt, like he doesn't do any work for any of his movies, but yet he's still the star. So, you know, that's our relationship here, Brad. Uh, I mean, 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 Andy, sorry.
0: I wanna start off with my calling me Brad Pitt. We're off with a good start, guys. This podcast's gonna stick around for a very long time. nobody watches it just so I can sign on for half an hour every week and have someone call me Brad Pitt or Matt Damon or whatever. I'm good with it. Let's do this. Oh, I've got
1: a list. I've got I've got the Oceans Eleven cast here. So we're <laughs> just, just gonna go through them in order.
0: <laughs> it works for me. Uh young George Clooney, yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, George days,
1: Clooney but... any age is pretty good, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he was one of those guys that um he stayed, like, an attractive man for so, so, so long. And then he just, like, woke up one morning and was old. You know those yeah. guys that do that? It's a weird thing. I
1: think They're, you're talking
0: to one of them. Right, right, one of them is talking to you as well. <laughs> 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 oh, you got a COVID haircut? Did you? No, no, genetics decided I shouldn't have hair anymore. I blame COVID a little bit, but it wasn't really COVID as well. It's
1: <laughs> an unusual symptom you got there.
0: Yeah, 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 you know, long COVID. There's all my long hair. Um... Yeah. <laughs> well okay how about, so, how about
1: i bring us i bring us back on track then um yeah. and i think as you said episode one i think for me this is for, for context for 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 the universe uh, this is the week that we got um asher uh cut her jet bikes for necromunda announced we got the uh, general for the leagues of Otan showed off. and I think you know the the thing I really want to know is let's let's talk hobby. let's talk what excited you about the hobby when you got into it and like what was your what was your first? foray i suppose into into any kind of hobby be it games workshop or otherwise
0: games workshop would have been my first foray into like the hobby as it goes miniature toys and soldiers and all that kind of job but having said that i grew up with little army men and soldiers and tanks and you know corpse toys remember they were called corpse toys and mm-hmm. um, i can't remember what they became after that the ones with like the little like roar band these all their legs on that snapped all the time and yep their legs, yeah yeah those guys um so i always liked those kind of intricate soldier men type thing doing missions and you know, watching movies and then getting inspired to go upstairs and play and stuff like that. And of course, I got all of my communion money and I was in Blanchardstown, which for anyone who's not oh, in from Dublin. Yeah, it's a shopping center. And uh, when I walked through, there was a Games Workshop store. I'd never seen a Games Workshop store before. And this was the time, during the time of like the Lord of the Rings era was super big. So, their entire window display was a huge um, Isengard display. So, they had a huge Isengard tower, all the ants attacking. And um, they did like a cutaway at the bottom so you could see all the mines where they were making all the Urakatan. I literally stood there dribbling and drooling in the window. My mom and sister and stuff were trying to walk on. My dad was trying to walk on. I think he saw the look in my face and was like, okay, you guys walk on. We're clearly going in here for a little while. He needs to see what this is all about. <laughs> and then, yeah, walk in. Uh, a conversation with a gentleman in a red shirt at the time and i ended up walking away with the lord of the rings starter set and the third edition 40k starter sets with the dark elder oh, wow. and black templars and i haven't really stopped since that was my first foray i've never really had a break i've never stopped i know i just i was totally engorged and just yeah that was it that was me done yeah, Lord of the Rings grabbed me more than anything else for the beginnings. I just kept buying more and more Lord of the Rings as it was the the hottest thing in the world at that time.
1: See, I'm 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 of a generation where I think Lord of the Rings is still quite new for Games Workshop. Um, like my, I was I was slightly earlier than you. So a friend of mine was. I think it was when it was in Argos, but like a friend of mine got the Lizardman Bretonian box, Warhammer Fantasy, for, for his birthday. He came over and we, we didn't play very much of a game because it was really complicated and we didn't know what we were doing. And then <laughs> yeah. that week I went to I went to the uh, store in Dublin, which was yeah. your old haunting ground. Yes. And I bought a box of monopose High Elf Archers and Spearmen. Nice. And I think i don't know if i bought it that week or i bought it soon after i bought some um elder guardians and for me that was that was the beginning that was like me getting into it same as you i I never had a break i kind of i think for me i went through phases of telling people i did the hobby more so than not doing the hobby
0: yeah
1: more 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 open and honest as i got older but I, I, i still remember you know Five four four three three one six one nine was the was the stat line for a, a high elf and an elder at the time. So like that was Yeah, the...
0: yeah. Back in those days it was very much literally fantasy and then fantasy in space. There was elves and dwarves and humans and orcs and it's basically the same game.
1: <laughs> yep. Blanchard Town for me was because I'm I'm from the sticks, I'm from the country. So yeah. for me, you know, we, we didn't go into the city when we went to Dublin, we went to Blanchard Town because it was on yep. the on the, the way around it. On the Mohaway, Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was her, and it was the only place I would ever go when, when we were going up there. I'd go up, I'd go to GW and annoy them, and then I would go home with three or Something. four boxes. Oh, yeah. always. Um, when I when I got older and I had a moped, which was a very slow machine, like, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I rode mm-hmm. to Blanche's Town a few times. That was that was an hour and a half each way. So <laughs> I shouldn't have, but it worked, and I, it was great.
0: A long time to be hearing, ee- up the motorway. Yeah
1: and it was cold some days Andy it was oh, really cold yeah.
0: see that was the thing like I'm just out of that like you probably like when you bought your first miniatures, they were those open out the box and slide out a polystyrene box with like oh, the little beautiful. gap I never had any of that. I've never bought a box which oh. had that so I missed all of that so when people like open those boxes I'm just like I don't know what this is this is the format time
1: <laughs> do you know what I, I, I wish I could look back fondly but I hate metal models I hate resin models just give me everything in plastic give me everything with modern sculpts a friend of mine's um, just out to build in and he spent all of yesterday trying to build this kit. And there's only about like 30 pieces in it. But yeah. because it's resin and it's old sculpting techniques, it's a great model, but it's really tough when you're used to the newer stuff. I'm
0: yeah, I'm on I mean, board.
1: Give me everything new. Give me everything new.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with plastics on absolutely everything, except for like, I have a lot of nostalgia for Lord of the Rings models. Like I've said before, and like, twitch stream and other things. my one of my hobby goals is to own every single lord of the rings miniature games workshop has ever produced and i have about 80 90 percent of it already like that's how much i i buy and i collect and i store like there's no army i don't have most of like i have every version of aragon and legolas and gimli and gandalf and like all the hobbit i've got all of them like it's like nine of each of them i have them all and, what are you what are you missing oh god and he knows there's just bits and pieces i
1: assume you've got you've got the guys the invisible ones right the guys that have the ring on
0: mm-hmm. yeah i've got the original one the Frodo, and then obviously they did the, they did a, a repack of them a few months ago around well, a few years ago now where they had the the ring bearer kit that they brought out in mm-hmm. um, from forge world which was like five of them because like a sealed door and Bilbo and Yep. Like those are true. and I'll have that set as well but there's actually another one that I don't have so there's the two rarest pieces from Games Workshop Lord of the Rings collection is one I will never own like it get to that point where I, there's, I'll never have what I want because there is the Peter Jackson Hobbit which there is only two of one is in head office and one is owned by Peter Jackson so yep. I'll never own that miniature and well, if you become
1: his friend he might leave a tune as well
0: I was thinking what if I get every other miniature built and painted like on display in like my be- my version of my studio, my like hall of fame of everything. And then I write to you and be like, it's somewhere in your freaking vault. I have everything. <laughs> and I'm just missing that. How could you separate me from that? you um, And then there's another one, which is an invisible Frodo, which they brought out, which is just a pewter base. That's all okay. textured with his footprints in it. There's no model on it. And that's all it is. And they brought it out as a super limited rare run. And I, I've never seen one in a while. It's just a metal piece. Yeah. But it probably goes for like two, 300 pound on eBay or something. That's
1: really interesting that that's the thing that you pick as your peak hobby is all of Lord of the Rings. That's quite Everything. cool.
0: Yeah. The whole thing. I love it that much.
1: What, what What's exciting for you then in, in modern Lord of the Rings, I guess.
0: So, so one of the things that I'm not struggling with at the moment, but something that I'm super mindful of, um, at the moment is like my my 365 project, which is my year of going full-time on social media, so in YouTube, mm-hmm. I decided that when I was planning that, that I was going to focus on 4K, because 4K sure. is the cash cow. That is where of it course. has the most fans than any other miniature game on the planet. So if I put it in video, it's going to get watched more, and more people are going to subscribe, more people are going to comment, I'm going to grow faster, that kind of thing. But man, I want to do some Lord of the Rings. It's driving me nuts. I want to, and I know it won't do as well. I know a fraction of you will watch. um, But I want to do, I've had this idea for a while, which is called uh, Breadboard Battlefields, Mm -hmm. which is when you go past a a shop, a corner shop, early in the morning, and there's those breadboards left out from, you know, the bread delivery. I've stolen three or four of them now. Every time I go by, I'm just like, that's oh, just perfect. So it's this beautiful sized piece. It's got a lip around the edge and I want to build little gaming boards inside of them. So like Lord of the Rings or Necromundo or, you know, Marvel Crisis Protocol, or, you know what I mean? These things you can just lie on your side or put away, but then you can take them out, lie them flat. And then it's like a little gaming board kind of thing. Yep, I know. And I love that. I like, I, and that's like, that's the thing that's kind of bugging me with the, or the thing that's drawing me to Lord of the Rings more than anything else is I want to do, The quest for the ring, like the the ring bear. Yes. So I want to literally go through the entire story as depicted in the movies, the whole way through, and build a table for each scenario and like do it proper. Like, yeah, like the first scene, I think is, um, like I'm not going to do the last lines as a beginning point because that's no, you know, but I think the first one will be Farmer Maggots. Farmer.
1: Yes, it's Farmer Maggot and then it goes into the, into the ferry, doesn't it?
0: I thought that as well, but I watched The Lord of the Rings the other day and in between Farmer Maggot's encounter and the um, Buckleberry Ferry... Yep. Yeah, the wizard's deal between Gandalf and Saruman. because obviously Gandalf was part of your quest or whatever, so he needs to find out yeah. where the hell he is and why he didn't show up to Bree. And but it's that whole like time versus effort, you know, effort versus reward. If I build yep. a, a board for Farmer Maggot's Farm, first scenario where he just runs away from the three dogs and then they get off yep. and then they like it's twenty minutes of game. And how much effort do I put in? Yeah,
1: for for four months of work.
0: Yeah, well, I'd be doing yep. it a lot faster than that. Hope you else, I'll never get it done. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, some part of me wants to do it and like I still have all the magazines I have that magazine collection that we all did oh, back wow. in the day so I imagine you know going week by week each each video is all right this is episode one this is video or issue one of that magazine let's go through mm-hmm. it and build the piece of scenery that's in there and play the, the scenario that's in there just yeah I just want to grab people with other rings a little bit but like I said there's a worry of 4k versus you know
1: yeah I mean I I think the game you're playing right now isn't it and you never know. I I I don't involve myself in a huge amount of Lord of the Rings content online mm-hmm. from from a hobby point of view. So yep. honestly, I don't know what what people are doing on Lord of the Rings, if anything. So yeah. maybe you'd be the only guy.
0: There's one other content creator, Zorp. He does a lot mm-hmm. of Lord of the Rings content, but he's kind of fallen off a little bit lately. Uh, he's moving himself to New Zealand to live a van life, apparently. And awesome. I'm very interested to see how he runs a YouTube hobby channel from a van. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more interested to see how that works out than what his channel does, maybe. <laughs> um yeah. But yeah, you're right. I don't know. Maybe there is a, a, a thirst. First, there's a lot of people out there who have very fond memories of collecting that magazine and doing those miniatures. Though. Yeah. Decisions, decisions. What I've done is I've pulled out the first metal fellowship that's literally in front of me right now, mm-hmm. and the balance tomb yep. display base. Do you remember the circle one with the Games Workshop and the fellowship of the right hand I, I have that. And over the course of the next couple of weeks, I'm going to do a bunch of videos and just do that. Test the waters. I'm going to do a video for each of the characters and we'll for doing the base. Mm-hmm. And if they, they flop, they flop. But, but at least I'll have this beautiful thing fully painted and done on my shelf looking great. Um, but it's going to be my tester to see if it's it's worth my time following it a little bit.
1: I think that's part of why I want to record with you is I want to be able to sit and have a conversation with you about you know what you wanted from a video never mind what you actually got from it and I think that's I think you're in a really interesting space where obviously you listen to the people who watch your channel and I'm sure lots of what you've done recently has come you know come from suggestions from people especially from your your discord Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of behind the scenes no one gets to see and so if something goes well for you no one's congratulating you because you're the one who's done it and if something goes badly no one's saying that went badly it's just yeah, I think there's a good way for us to have a conversation around why you did something, why you enjoyed it. And yeah, it wasn't a wasn't a massive success, but wasn't it good fun?
0: Yeah. I mean I mean that is one of the like interesting things about it is like like I don't know if you ever you've ever uploaded a YouTube video or anything. So there's a there's a thing called YouTube Studio, which just gives mm-hmm. you like stats and stuff. Yep. And it, it basically compares the last ten videos uploaded to each other. That's like the pool of like how you're doing it. They're always comparing it to that. Yep. And it's like if you release anything that isn't Games Workshop, it's ten of ten. It's always at the bottom. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody it's just so insane. Cause like you've got these really cool companies sending you out things like the Skyrim guys send me out a bunch of models and I did and stuff like that. And Marvel Price protocol people send it's just like you make a video for them and then nobody seems to watch it. And sometimes it's a little bit disheartening. Especially since a company sends it out to you. You want to do something good for them, you want to promote their thing or show a lot of people their thing or whatever.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean you've got I- I'm looking at I'm looking at the numbers right now. So you've got hundred and sixty videos right now on the channel. Yeah. Forty K by far is the best.
0: Oh yeah. 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 By 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 a, a million billion miles it's all post a forty K video and, and that's what you get.
1: I suppose my 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 obvious question, it's not obvious, I'm just weird. Which one is your favorite one? And why is it not done as well as you expect? Like which 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 video have you done that is forty K focused that you think was class and it has just not bombed, but like you know not been not been where you thought it would have been for how cool it was for you.
0: well, one of the things that it's struggling with now like is the the battle reports so the okay, yeah, so like I release a battle report now, well, I don't really like chin like chin is the you into the battle reports. Yeah, uh, he comes here. We record a battle report and stuff, and he does all of the technicals of like editing and putting it together. It's like, I do all of the prep. I build all the scenery, paint all the scenery, mm-hmm. do all the armies, paint all the armies. So I do all the hobby side of it, and then he does all the technical side of it. But it's like today, I did the parasite of morte Cool. I built yes. it. I painted it. It's a video. It's fully edited. It's ready to rock and roll. And I I know that video will do better than the battle report. That the battle report now is currently ten of ten. It's actually doing worse than the Elder Scrolls. And it's by far the video that takes the most amount of time to produce.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So
0: it's like, you have to trust the process that keep doing them more and more people watch them as you go on. And you'll begin to grow a fan base around the battle reports who maybe aren't interested in your painting videos kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then they'll become worth it. Because right now it's like I'll spend one day doing a Parasite and check video and it will do more for my channel than than that will do. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think there is there is a real, I don't know, there's a community online who love and a community online that hates Battle reports.
0: Yeah, there's definitely something you said. I mean, like we never wanted the videos to be as long as they are. They, like I wanted them in like 40 minutes, an hour at the most, but really I wanted them around the 40 minute mark. I wanted someone to have an hour lunch from work, have 20 yeah. minutes to go and get their lunch come back sit down hit play and you know what I mean finish up and get to go back That's to what I wanted but because of the way we record them which is we are speaking directly into the microphones as we play it's not like we're doing a voiceover afterwards yeah so it's really hard to cut out certain parts of it and like our battle reports are supposed to be a lot more casual than other battle reports yeah because I feel like even more so than miniature painting I think battle report channels are saturated there's so many of them and I just wanted something a little bit more like a little bit different like we ignore rules we change rules we decide what mission we're going to play and it's not in the book and we just you know what i mean we like yeah. mid mid game on the fly i was like that doesn't make much sense let's just do this oh, okay yeah let's just do that well and it's trying to give people that like freedom of hobby to be like oh we're not tied down to this rule book i'm like no are you in a tournament in head office in england no then (laughs) who who says you have to do it that way do whatever the hell you want do whatever makes you happy whatever gonna give you the most fun do that
1: there's a lot of potential there especially if you want to do what you do which is like i think the whole point of your channel is not to do things by the rules but to look at something and go well i can do this quick i can do this easy and look great or i can play a game and it'll be nice and it'll be fun and I think there's something nice to step back and kind of go. I'm going to watch this fun battle report, and yes, it's two hours long, but you know I can watch that over a week, and it's fun and it's not just a drag.
0: Like my whole purpose as a channel is to remove the fear. That's my like thing, whether that be painting or gaming or building or whatever it is. It's the you know, I try and do as many of the new releases as I can physically get my hands on. So, like my one of the things that I hate the most is and you hear it all the time is like I would love to have that model, but I'm afraid of it. Couldn't paint, it couldn't mm. build, it couldn't. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, you're stopping yourself from having that beautiful thing in your collection because you think you can't do it. So, no matter what it is, like I did the land train from Necromunda there, like, oh, weeks yeah. ago, And I did a trailer and everything and knocked it out in a day just to show people, like, this is the easiest technique in the world. And look, you can have a beautiful land train that storms across the Necromundan wastes and you get to have great games and have a lot of fun with it. So,
1: I've seen, I've seen like the pictures of it, but how big is that in comparison to something I might have seen, like a Land web or, you know, something like that?
0: It's like, like with it's the huge. trailer, it's probably like three times the length of the from Raider, or It's it's a it's a beast of a thing. Like it's yeah, and you can have up to four trailers. So you can add three more wow. ones at the back. Um, and I do have plans to do that with like uh, having some fun with different trailers. Like one, I want to have a vehicle strapped down on top of the flatbed with like a tarp over it and strapped down and stuff. And. Um, one of them is like a, a defense one. It's like the very last carriage. So when it's getting chased through the desert, the back one has got like cannons and guns and stuff, trying to shoot down the kind of Mad Max guys, trying awesome. to steal it and all. Well, they're just cool hobby things that spread out from doing it. Like not only are you stopping yourself from doing the hobby by ignoring the model because you're afraid of it, but then you don't know where it's going to lead to. You could build it now all and go, you know, a lot of genes that are called army based around one of these would be the coolest thing in the world. And now don't, we'll,
1: don't say a sentence of that, Andy. That'll, I know. that'll push too many buttons for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I looked at those Escher bikes today and I was like, what can I use them for? Because I don't want to play commander because then I'm only going to have four bikes. So what can, I, what can I do with these bikes? How can I get of them?
0: Sisters of Silence jet bikes. Oh, that's a good the Sisters one. of Silence did have jet bikes. Um, that's a good they, one. And they never had them. So, And you could even just be cheeky because they, they're in the same army now as Custodes. Just built three of yeah. them on the back. Count them as Custodes bikes. Why not? That's for a really good purposes? idea. Mm. i
1: hate you uh yeah. all right okay so <clears throat> i've not i've not got you for for long left so let's finish up by talking about two separate things briefly yeah. what was your favorite because you've just done a, a whole um massive playlist on all the heresy legions so right which here, one yeah. is your favorite oh, which one is your favorite legion to paint not necessarily your favorite legion but like which one did you enjoy painting the most? and second question, what is your favorite games workshop model that you have ever owned?
0: Okay, so favorite legion um to paint out of that entire playlist was the Sons of Horus. So if anyone seen my Instagram post that it was posted today, yep. it was my Sons of Horus. Project and they those are all from videos. I didn't intend to do some of the Horus Force. I didn't intend, but I just enjoyed like genuinely enjoyed the process that I painted up so much of it now, and I absolutely love it. It's a joy to do that scheme so much so that I'm doing that exact same scheme on a Dark Elder army. Oh wow! Because somebody commented on the first video that I did, he was like, "Man, that would work so well for Dark Elder," and I literally just commented underneath it, and he thought, "Ah, it's stolen." <laughs> and I've already done a Venom and five guys of it, it's just, and three bikes, and it works beautifully as well. Um, and and are my favorite legion, but to paint Sons of Horrors all day, every day. But I like to think of them as the loyalist ones, like Logan's ones that didn't turn trainer, you know, escaped van maybe that kind of, because I don't like being the bad guys. Yeah. So them for sure, and I'm the most proud of those. Like that, the picture I put on Instagram today, I'm particularly proud of that like little group of miniatures. I think they all turned out pretty good. And my, my favorite Warhammer miniature I've ever owned,
1: yes please
0: that is a tough one so oh my so i own the marienberg landship from forge world oh wow yeah that's a that's a particularly rare piece it goes for about a thousand pounds second hand on ebay these days you can get your hands on one which you can't yeah, cool. um, and i'm a huge fantasy fan huge empire fan so and i got one of them after the fact Um so i luckily got my hand on that
1: are you specifically yes. hanging on to it so you can be like, oh, I had one of those in resin when they bring out plastic from the old world?
0: Oh, yeah, probably. I've got it. <laughs> you know, I, I tend to do a video on it at some stage, just but it crack like I own the rarest warmer miniature ever. You've got to a really cool bum now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they bring them out in plastic, I'll also be, I won't be upset. I'll just be happy. Although, having said that, like I just finished up a, like a, I did like 6,000 points of resin Krieg and then they brought a plastic Krieg. And it's the first time I felt that, like, now everyone's going to have bloody Kree. I'm not special anymore. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the thing I would say, that the Bird should, it's like It'll be the hardest thing to replace from the realm, I think. <laughs>